to another segment of Come, Let's Sit Down and Talk. I am Master Life Coach Michelle Kennedy, Chief Curator for Embrace You Coaching, and also known as a Miss Get You Together, honey. Coming to you, and today we have another guest on our show. We have Dr. Portia Glover. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. How are you? I am great and honored to be here. Thank you so much. It is so amazing to have you come um, and be on the show with us today. We've been kind of in circles now for a couple of years. It has really been a pleasure just being able to be in the same spaces together. And I wanted to have you come on so that you could share some very vital, some very fresh, some very... um, good sound information uh tell us about health because it's so important uh so dr Porsche, tell us about yourself so um i am a family nurse practitioner that practices here locally and i also own a virtual practice ashe telehealth where i service um anyone who is a resident or currently living in the state of florida virtually um with covid of course the virtual um, healthcare options became really big. So whether you're at home or at the office, wherever you are, um, I can can care for you and give you the care you need. I know that that had to uh, help solidify and bridge the gap of uh, people being afraid to go into the doctor's office during COVID. Like for me, it was hilarious. I get a call from my doctor's office and I'm like, hello. And they're like, you've not been in the doctor's office. I'm like, girl, I ain't coming. I am not coming. She was like, well, let me tell you what I COVID. I was like, if you say so, since you going to call me to come in. Right. That was so funny to me. She was like, you have not been in the office. And I, I usually try to stay uh, on track for my follow-up and things of that nature um, to make sure I'm staying on top of my health. Uh, so tell us about why you became a doctor. So um, it actually dates far back. Believe it or not, uh, I have been in healthcare since I was 12. Mm. So, my favorite subject growing up was science. It's science, everything science, I love that. Um, and I had the opportunity in high school, in a local high school in Pensacola, Pensacola High School, they have a health program. Mm-hmm. So, basically, um, for four years, you study health and they set you up to become a nursing assistant after you graduate. Um, and they really set you up to go forward and be successful in um, nursing school. While in that program, one of my instructors was a nurse practitioner. At that time, I didn't really know what a nurse practitioner was. I knew I wanted to be like a doctor, a physician assistant, something in health. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, meeting her and then um, also being seen at the military hospital. My dad was in the Navy for 30 years. I met a nurse practitioner there. Mm. So I kind of got introduced to, okay, the difference um, between nurse practitioners and how they can practice and doctors. Um, and the biggest thing is we are educated on the nursing model. So we look at the whole person. Uh, we always say that um, we are all a physio-psychosocial being. It's just a long word for everything around you, whether it's socially, physically, emotionally, mentally, affects your health. So as a nurse practitioner, I look at all of that and take all that into consideration. Um, so meeting them and learning what a nurse practitioner was, I kind of like, okay, this is me. And I just kept going until I finished. It was a wrap from there. Yes, it was a wrap from there. It's amazing when you we see people who are like us, who are doing um, things that we really don't think about us doing. 
Um, so we thank you for your service to the community. I know it uh, had to be also challenging to you, uh, having to alter your life because you were one of the recipients for uh, the awards uh, that I give out for uh, impact to the community. Uh, and it, it was an honor to honor you. And I'm, my thought process is whether someone can come or not come, I'm honoring them. And so we were able to come in and alter so that you would be able to both keep your commitment to the community um, and not be in spaces where there are a lot of strange people, um, as well as to be honored. That was amazing. Thank you so much. You rock, yeah, girl. <laughs> so I do have a couple of questions um, that topics that I want to give you an opportunity to expound on. Uh, to provide the information to our viewers. So why is it important to know your current health? Um, everything is kind of based off of that. Um, it's very important to know not just your current health, but also um, family history. Mm -hmm. So in medicine, that's kind of our baseline where we start from. What is going on currently? What's currently your blood pressure, your um, blood sugar, what even things run in your family? Once we get those numbers, now we can track if things are changing. The biggest thing is to either prevent a disease or slow the progression. If we don't know or you don't know to tell us where it started, we don't really know, you know, where mm -hmm. you're going. Um, and you are the patient that we're working with to help get you better. So it's important for you to know that so you can communicate that to us. We can figure out what's normal for you. So if that changes, we can say, hey, you can tell us, hey, that's not normal. Usually my blood pressure is this. Mm -hmm. Now it's this. Something is going on. And that's you empowering yourself as well. And we can work together to figure out what's going on. But if you don't know where you stand, then it, you know, it's kind of mm -hmm. tough from there. By time things, um, by time we figure things out, a lot of times it's already progressed um, mm. in that manner. So by time we figure out that your blood sugar or your blood pressure is sky high, it may be in the ER. Mm -hmm. Versus if you knew and you were tracking it, you would be able to advocate for yourself and say, hey, I've noticed this is going on. You know, can we investigate that further? So it really is important um, because everything goes from there. You know what to educate yourself on. You know uh, what you need to advocate with your provider if you know where your current health status is. So. And that is um, when you were saying that it made me think about two of our coaching principles. Um, one is it's like the GPS can't tell you where you're going until it know where you are. Right. So you first got to stop and figure out where you currently are. Then yes. we can kind of help to guide you through the process um, as well as like knowing, knowing the why. Like what got you here? Right. Because... It may not necessarily be your health. It could be your environment. Exactly. It could be it could be your lifestyle. It exactly. could be the things that you've exposed yourself to. And if we fix that, then your health is going to normal itself out. And like I have type two diabetes. Um, I own, I also only have one kidney that functions. And so I have made it an effort to learn what I need to know in order to keep this exactly. 
but shit is healthy. Right. So listen, when people that kidney. I ain't got but one now that function perfect. Exactly. But I ain't trying to cause her no harm either. So exactly. uh it was funny because like um during COVID, like I wore my mask everywhere. It, listen, and if I'm in a setting where there's like a lot of people, I had on two masks. Like <laughs> before it was two masks, you you were wearing was. Two masks. Yes, I was wearing exactly. two masks. And I would tell people like, I gotta protect you me. Listen, I'm like, I don't play about my kitty. And so when I go to the hospital, like there's certain things I know to tell them, you can't give me that. Uh, if it's something that has an anti-inflammatory, it excretes through the kidney. You can't give me that. Exactly. If it's ibuprofen, you can't give me that. If it's naproxen, you can't give me that. Anything that uh, excretes from the kidney is the type of medicine I know that I'm not supposed to take, especially either large doses or for a prolonged period of time. Look, I be in there telling them, listen. <laughs> and that's the point that's so important that you brought up is educating yourself. So once you know this is where I'm starting um, with my health. Now you're empowered to educate yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, if you know, hey, my blood pressure is not technically high, but it's a little bit elevated. You can educate yourself on what you can do to prevent that from going mm -hmm. forward. Or if you do have um, a disease that is or disorder that you're trying to manage, like you have your kidney, mm -hmm. you know, hey, I can't have these medicines. So it's really important to know where you are, whether you don't have any disease processes and you're trying to prevent it, or if you do, you know, prevent that from getting worse. And to educate yourself, you need to know what you're trying to educate yourself about. Um, and then that other piece that you're doing is advocating for yourself. When you go to see whether it's your doctor or they're registering a hospital, you really have to speak up for mm -hmm. yourself. I find that a lot of people, um, for whatever reason, may not whether they're just um, uncomfortable with the provider they're talking to or they don't want to seem like they don't know what they're talking about, but you have definitely got, no one's going to advocate for you like you. No one's going to speak up for you like you will. So that's definitely important. I'm glad to hear you're doing that because that's not always the case. And we only know what you tell us. So if you're, you know, you don't tell us, hey, I feel this way or these things happen, then we don't know. Mm -hmm. And again, by the time we find out, it may have progressed to something mm -hmm. worse. So that's definitely important if I had to to break that down into three steps. It's like knowing where you are in your health and then educating yourself about those risk factors mm -hmm. and advocating for yourself based on what you do know. Um, yeah. So that's amazing. Yes. yes. Because I had a um a situation where I went to the emergency room and they they gave me um a medication that had steroids in it um and I think because I had a bronchial in, um, infection or something um and when I went to my doctor I was like this is what they gave me he was like I would have never right and sit and from there like i you you need to tell me what you're giving me um yes and um yeah and then also making sure like being in a network like my doctor he practices his his um personal um office but then he also uh is connected to the hospital so I'm like, no, you need to take me to Baptist because that's where all my stuff yes. is. That's where my doctor can come see me. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's really important, actually, to <laughs> highlight that if you can stay 
within your provider's network that is best because we can see the notes. So for example, um, I used to work for a healthcare um, entity here. If my patients went to the hospital that was connected to that clinic, we all can see each other's notes, whether you're seeing cardiology or you were in the ER or you're with me, we can all see each other's notes. It's not just a convenience thing for you. It really is, we call it continuity of care. That's the safest care for you. If you go outside, which sometimes you have to, and that's completely okay, um, but you may not always necessarily get that. This person has to call over here and transfer mm-hmm. papers. Mm-hmm. Um, but if everyone's in the same hospital system like Baptist, we can all see things. And the likelihood that something like giving you a steroid when you shouldn't get it or giving you um, ibuprofen or naproxen is probably a lot less likely or definitely is because yeah. everyone is talking to each other through the computer. We can all yeah. see everything. And from then, I, I, I will always ask, so what are you getting? Because... Uh, now knowing that, and my my doctor, he has amazing bedside. Uh, I, I mean, and when they when like he knows that I educate myself, so he speaks to me, educating me on the process. And so um, he was sharing with me. He was like, for one, you have diabetes. So that steroid is going to automatically, listen, Mm -hmm. I was at like 412. I thought I was done. I was cutting up so bad. I was like, I'm already dramatic. So I was like, and he was like, but it's the steroids. Yes. If you're diabetic, steroids are going to make your blood sugar go up. So, um, in some situations, depending on how sick you are, if you're in the ER, there is something called risk versus benefit. Yes. It's a risk to give you this because you're diabetic, but you currently are not breathing well. So I got to give you something because if you stop breathing, then we <laughs> got pro- a problem with diabetes. So, um, you know, we look at that that as well, but yeah, that's something that, you know, you learn with mm-hmm. steroids. Yes, your blood sugar is going to go I know. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I'm already overdramatic. It's it okay. Is. That lets me know you watch your blood sugar. So those patients, I've had that happen. They, they go on steroids and they're like, my blood sugar is this high. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it does shock them because they're used to being more under control. Listen, I'm like, they should have, they should have warned me of something. I'm like, this is not normal. I mean, yeah, it, I, I, I live in Extraville, so everything is extra about me. You know what? I'm okay with that, though. That is okay. Um, one of the concepts that we do teach in coaching is that, um, and I actually got it from Pastor Michael Todd. He said, "What you don't measure, you can't manage." That is so true. That's a whole word right there. Mm -hmm. By itself. Mm. You need that on the cup. Yeah. T-shirt and all. And we've been um, learning to apply that in all areas of our lives. Uh, I was talking with one of the coaches and I said, how are you with budgeting? I I do pretty good. Do you have a roll down? No. You don't know how good you're doing. (laughs) Have you looked at it? Like, in our mind, we do amazing things. But in real life. And so that goes back to knowing your current health status. Um, so your lab work, those are, you asked about a budget. Your lab work is your health budget. Mm-hmm. What is going on? So often I'll say, um, even to people who are diabetic sometimes, what was your last A1C? Oh, it was good. Oh, what was What's it? What's good? Well, they called me and told me it was good. 
but we don't know, you know, and that is okay. You know, they call you and they tell you it's good, but you really want to know. Um, when my patients would come in, I would print out their labs. Ask your doctor to print it out or the medical assistant. They'll print it out for you. And I would write on there, this is your kidney labs. These mm -hmm. labs look at your kidneys. These look at your cholesterol. And ask your doctor to do that. So even if you see someone else in the future, now you can always go back and say, okay, these labs are for this. This lab is for that. And you know what your numbers are because if you know that your A1C is going up for your diabetes, there's something. Either you need to change your diet, maybe add cinnamon if you're going a more natural route, mm -hmm. or let your doctor know if it's you know skyrocketing or you're just noticing different things. So yeah, you definitely want to know um, your lab work and get yeah. copies of it so that you can track it and don't just rely on them saying, oh, it's okay. Not to say that it's not okay, but it, it's always good if you actually know. I um, I actually get a copy of my mm -hmm. lab work um, to track historics as to where I was exactly. last year. And he usually does them like every six months because they check my kidney labs to make sure that there is no change in the chromatin or something like Creatine. that. Creatinine. <laughs> Y'all thought you know, I was you, playing. It was close. You, you was Y'all thought I was playing. <laughs> and it's encouraging. I found that it's encouraging for patients when they see, hey, I started my A1C again for diabetes yep. was nine. The mm -hmm. goal for diabetic is less than seven. And even the next time it may be 8.5. That's still high, but we're all excited because you went from nine to 8.5. And you get more encouraged mm -hmm. that way, too. If it's um a situation where you're managing a disease, you really do get more encouraged that way. My A1C is 6.5. Yes. Mhm. Mm I remember when I first went. Um, this was some years ago when I started going uh, to him. I was at like a seven point five, um, which is high. It's a little horrible though. But it was it was higher than what it what it normally was. Right. And it was because at that time, not just my health was out of control, my life was out of control as well. Um, so those are some of the things that he helps to work with me on um, is making sure that my A1C is um, at a good place. So you mentioned advocating uh, for ourselves when we're speaking to doctors. Uh, sometimes people who uh, are more degreed than you, people sometimes are intimidated, you yes. know, to have a conversation with them. Uh, share with us how important it is to advocate for yourself. It literally can be life and death. Mm. Literally, it can be life and death. Like mm. you said, when you're in the hospital and you're telling them, hey, you cannot give me NSAIDs because of my kidneys. You didn't say that and they gave it to you and you went into kidney failure. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it sometimes it really is that extreme. And sometimes, you know, maybe lighter. But regardless, you always want to advocate for yourself. And I would encourage people. I have heard that. Um, patients saying that in different situations with their previous providers, they didn't feel comfortable. If you're not comfortable with your doctor, it is okay to find a new doctor. Personalities don't mix. You know, no two people are the same. No different than if you didn't like your hairstyles, you went to another one. Like, mm -hmm. your doctor is very important. That's one of the most important relationships that you have. So if you don't feel comfortable, it is okay to find another doctor. So I know sometimes the concern is insurance. Well, I don't know who's in my network. If your doctor is at a practice with more than just that 
provider, likely all the providers in that practice are covered by your insurance. Mm -hmm. So simply as to see another provider. Most providers, I have not met one, we're not taking that personally. You know, we know that different personalities mesh differently. You need somebody you can talk to. It's very important. You need to feel comfortable. We only can do or treat what we know about. If you don't tell us, you know, then then we can't really have a relationship. So I know there's sometimes medicine side effects that people will say, well, I just don't take them like, or I'll say, have you ever been on medicine for high blood pressure? Yes. Well, why don't you take it? Oh, well, it causes this side effect. I don't like that. Oh, I haven't taken it in years. Did you tell the doctor? No, I didn't tell them. So, it's you know, we laugh at it, but they really just didn't feel comfortable. So, instead, yep. they just didn't take it. Yep. But now your blood pressure is high. You can have a stroke, heart attack, all these things just because you didn't feel comfortable. So, it is okay to get a second opinion if you didn't like you know the first opinion you didn't agree you just really want another opinion or to change doctors but that's an important relationship you have to feel comfortable with your provider so that you can feel comfortable advocating for yourself if that's a a thing where someone just makes you feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. then find another provider because your life really can depend on that yeah and so my husband was seeing another doctor in the practice and I was like, why are you not with my doctor? And he came home and he was like, I, I feel like the dude is scared of me. I'm like, <laughs> dude, you are intimidating, but if you feel like that, you need to find another doctor. I'm like, give me the phone. Let me call right. like, you need to be talking to my doctor because I don't know what that dude got going on. But he said like the man was very standoffish um, and I was like, what? He was like, yeah. He, he's like, stand off. And she like, stand to the door to talk to me. And I'm like, what is wrong with this? I'm like, honey, you can get another doctor. I was like, tell them people I can speak on your... I was like, really? You need, you need to be seeing my doctor. And so it is very important that you know and understand that if what you are currently doing is not working... Change it. It is okay. Yes. To yeah. change providers, it's okay. No one's going to take it personally. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your health is more important than others' personal feelings anyway. So so if you had um, a closing statement to say to our viewers, uh, what would you like to say to them today? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I think I still go back to those three things. You know, knowing your current health status and educating yourself based on that. Um, knowing your family history so what runs in your family could be something that you're at higher risk for Mm -hmm. Um, educating yourself on that and then advocating for yourself Um, if you don't know where to start in terms of knowing your current health status um, you can contact us at ashleytelehealth.com or you can call us at 904-416-0601 we do what's called a wellness assessment virtually and we'll go through all of those things. We'll go through what your numbers are, your family history, current history, and we'll kind of give you a blueprint of where you are and give you some recommendations moving forward. Um, we also can do at-home assessments um, where we'll come to your home and assess you there. But um, know where you stand. Um, book an appointment with your provider if you don't have one. Find one. Um, mm-hmm. But that would be my thing. Know where you stand so that you can educate yourself and advocate for yourself because your life can depend on it. Literally. Literally. Yes. <laughs> That's a kid. That's a <laughs>
Period poop. Period poop. <laughs> Dr. Portia, thank you again for coming on the Thanks show. For it has been me. a delight. We yes, are going to have to have you back Yay. so that you can provide us with more information. And thank you all again for watching the show. Come sit down and let's talk. Have a thank great day. With Embrace You, I found a career. At Embrace You, I found a family. At Embrace You, I found me. Are you the strong friend who's always giving advice? Are you the one always mentoring and coaching? Have you thought about being a certified life coach? Because here at Embrace You, we have room for you in our family. I am Embrace You. I am Embrace You. I am Embrace You. And you can be Embrace You.